Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. Today, I'm trying something new. I'm going to actually start recording some of these in video form, dropping them on my YouTube channel, and just seeing if they bring you a little bit of extra value that way. So I wanted to just talk to you a little bit today about something that came up in my group last night, and it was just a revelation that I had, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and share that with my audience. So. In my Color Your Money group, we were talking about how to create a peace of mind fund. And we talked about one of the big hangups that people have with the idea of having a starter peace of mind fund, which by the way, is a different term for emergency fund. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that that's what I'm talking about, but I just realized that not everyone will know that. So, so that's what it is. Peace of mind for me is something that I'm actually trying to achieve rather than avoid. And so I believe in saving for what we want, not what we want to avoid. Therefore, I don't have an emergency fund per se. I have a peace of mind fund. Okay, so now that I got that explanation out of the way, let me tell you that the, the starter peace of mind fund for me um, is something that it's only about 25% of your take-home pay. And we can get into some of the numbers about that later, but one of the big hangups that we were able to discuss in our group last night was this idea that you do a starter emergency or peace of mind fund, and then you put everything on hold until you've paid off all your debt, and then you can do a, quote, fully funded emergency fund. And part of the reason that people get hung up on that is because they're like, well, I don't want, first of all, I don't want the small amount over here because I'm not going to touch it or add to it anymore until I get this whole big goal paid off. For some people, it could be, you know, tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt, even hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt for some people, especially if you're looking at student loans. And so they get hung up with that because they're like, you know what, I'm just not sure that I am prepared to have $1,000 sitting and have that be it for the next three to five years, for an example. Part of the reason that people believe they have to do that is because we've been taught that if you focus on one thing and just keep your focus there, you're going to get it done. Whereas if you focus on many things, chances are you're not going to get any one of them done, and especially not in a very efficient way. So what I realized yesterday as I was talking to these amazing group members was, what is an analogy that I can use that helps them see that sometimes if something is equally important, then it's okay to address both of those at the same time. As a mom of four children, I realized that I have the perfect analogy sitting right inside my house. So what I explained to these beautiful group members was, look, I have four children. Now, if I had the mentality that we're talking about right now with my children that we do with our money, then I might say, you know what? I had child number one and I am going to put all of my heart and my soul and my focus into that child until she's done let's say 18 years old, when I'm no longer legally needing to keep her under my wing. I could say, I'm gonna do this for 18 years. Now when that 18 years is done and I have done my job, then I can put my focus on child number two. Now never mind the fact that child number two might be 16 by the time child number one is gone and done, I, I'm going to give her a solid two years of my time and energy. 
And then when she's done, then I will go to child number three and I will continue that pattern. Do you see where I'm going with that? That sounds absolutely ridiculous, correct? You'd be correct because it's okay for me to give my time and my energy dividedly to child one, two, three, and four because each one of those children is equally important to me. So if you have money goals that are equally important to you, so for example, being able to create peace of mind for yourself, also being able to invest in opportunities for yourself to allow your, your cash flow to grow later, and also being able to pay down some of the debt so that you don't have as much of that cash flow going out to other people. If you can do more of those things at once than just one, if they're equally important to you, you have permission to work on them. You just wanna be intentional with that. Have a plan in place to make sure that you are not overextending in one area so that you're never getting anything done, but you actually can do more than one thing at one time. And you know what that did for these individuals in the group yesterday? It gave them some freedom. It provided some grace. It allowed them to dream bigger, honestly, because they were able to say, I don't need to put these dreams on hold until I have this done, because what if that takes forever? Or what if life comes in and kind of messes with my, my plans a little bit? And so I encourage you as I encourage them, only work on the things that are equally important. I'm not putting as much time and energy into my neighbor's children as I am into my own children. I'm not even putting as much time and energy into my siblings' kids, like my nieces and my nephews. I can love them, I can support them that way, but I'm not putting my time and effort into them the way I am my own children. Same thing, you're not going to be putting your time and effort into every little thing that you could possibly put your money into, so it's gonna be important to decide what are your personal priorities and then come up with a plan in order to make that happen. If you would like some help making that plan happen and creating that structure for yourself and really strategizing creatively on how to make that happen, that would be a strategy call that you are able to get from me. Right now, I'm actually pretty excited to be offering $97 strategy calls with people because I was doing free ones and honestly, people are a little bit hesitant to do them because they're like, uh, first of all, she's gonna sell me on something and I'm not sure I'm ready for that. And second of all, I don't feel like I deserve that time because I didn't put any time into it. So I'm actually just gonna solve both of those problems right now. You don't need to worry about working with me later because you've already paid for the service that you got. It's not gonna be a sales thing. Should you decide you'd like to continue working with me, I'd be honored to do that with you if we are a good fit. If not, no big deal. And also, this would give you an opportunity to put a little skin in the game. You'd feel like you earned my time and that you were able to get together with me, create that strategy, and know how you can choose the four children, if you will, of your financial plan. You guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. As always, have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye-bye.